Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. So well, I'm at IFL TV MTK Global, we're down here for Devon Aney. Good turnout for him. Massive. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, obviously we brought him over here. You kind of sometimes underestimate the knowledge and the passion of the British fight fans, where, I have to be honest, if this was in America and it was open to the public, you wouldn't get the turnout in America, and he's American. So it's a massive turnout, and you know, when we was on our way down here, you know, he said to me, oh, will anyone be there today? I said, yeah, mate, it'll be rammed. Sort of thinking, I hope so, and they, they text me to say people were queuing outside, so uh, brilliant, and big thanks to the fans for making him feel at home. Considering bringing him to the UK now? Yeah, always. You know, I mean, um, look, he's, a, he's an American superstar, but we all know the importance of the UK market, and they do as well. You know, you've seen fighters come over here, Lomachenko recently. They want to come and box in the UK. So we can provide that to them. Um, Luke Campbell's a big fight, which Luke Campbell fancies, Devin Haney fancies. Um, I believe that whether it's through beating Lomachenko or Lomachenko being given the franchise position, Devin Haney will be WBC world champion either at the end of this year or early next year. So for people like Campbell and those guys, they're going to have the opportunity to fight the champion and try and become world champion himself. So he's got an amazing future ahead of him. And this week's been really about mapping that out. Not just obviously the KSI card on November 9th, but mapping out the future for Devin Haney, particularly in 2020. Because you've just really got to get the mix right between him being 20 years old and giving him the fights he wants now. Because... You know, the, the, the advisor in me will say, look, you're 20. You know, you've got the world as your oyster, but the fan in me and sometimes the promoter in me will say, well, you want Brian Garcia now? You want Tank? You want Lomachenko? You want Mikey Garcia? If you want them, let's go and make them. So it's just getting that mix, but I believe he's an outstanding talent and uh, I think he's going to be in all the mega fights, probably across four or five weight classes. And, and that's, that's very exciting. Just want to pick on uh, something you said. Have you heard from Russia that Loma will become franchise champion? No, but I think, you know, everyone's in a bit of an awkward position where Aram doesn't really want... Loma to fight Devin. Yes. And Loma wants to wait, well, wants to fight the winner of Tiafimo against Comi. Rightfully so. It'll be the undisputed. But if they make him franchise champion, it won't be the undisputed. You know, mm. so how does it does it all sit and work? But at the same time, we're going to be putting pressure on the WBC Lomachenko top rank to say, look, you can't wait Loma till May or June to fight the winner of that fight. So can't you fight Devin Haney now? If you're going to have an interim fight, why not fight your mandatory Loma? Loma will fight anyone. But you know, we want that fight to be to become bigger and bigger to try and make sure that those kind of fights happen. Last one on Devin, you mugged him off a little bit yesterday, didn't you? Oh, what would Luke, Luke Campbell? Campbell. <laughs> yeah, because he put it on me. And, like, we, we just did a little Q&A in here earlier and they went, um, you know, uh, who wins, Luke Campbell? And, like, and 
The answer is, is I don't know. You know, you've got two outstanding talents. Luke Campbell is a proven elite level fighter, in my opinion. I know he lost narrowly to Linares, and we know he lost to Lomachenko, but he's an elite, world-class lightweight. Devin is as well, I believe, but he's yet to fight a Linares or um, a Lomachenko. So we'll, we'll have to find out, you know, um, we'll have to find out if he's the real deal. I believe he is, but I, fight, I think a fight with Luke Campbell is a brilliant fight for British boxing, for US boxing, and for both of those guys as well. It's the kind of fights you want to be in, and it's a big fight. What about someone like Pedraza? Pedraza, Linares, you know, all these guys mm. for Devin Haney in 2020 are the kind of, kind of guys he wants. He's been dealing with those, say, fringe world-level guys. Well, Abdullah. Some people say world class. You know, when, when I went to uh, America last week for that fight, people came up to me saying, Abdullah's been in the gym, our gym in LA. Like, this guy's dangerous, he's tough, he's a machine. And then Devin does that to him and everyone says, yeah, but Abdullah was shit anyway. So you can't really win. But the truth is, is Abdullah was unproven at world level. So how do we even know that Abdullah was elite world class? Maybe he wasn't. But the way Devin's dealing with him, we want to see him at that next level. So, you know, November 9 will be a solid fight. It won't be a spectacular fight, but it will be a chance. You know, we talk about the KSI audience. But there's no better audience to, to showcase someone like Devin Haney to than that kind of audience. Young, fresh, vibrant, you know, a little bit different. Want to try and bring them into boxing. Give them Devin Haney. Show them, you know, this is, this is a sport with some real personalities and with, with great talent. So that'll be November 9, and then he'll box four times next year as well. Uh, cool. Yeah, four times next year. He's ready, mate. He's fresh as a daisy. He's flown over here to have a break. He's been training every day. Sparring Ricky Burns yesterday. He's in there doing his media work. How was that, mate. watching that? Brilliant. I mean, you've got like the young buck and you've got the experience. I only did six rounds. Ricky probably would have been better over 12. But you've got a guy who's as sharp as they come in Devin Haney. And you've got a guy who's as experienced as they come in Ricky Burns. So great work for both because you know, although Lee Selby is getting on and doesn't quite have the speed of Devin Haney. He's still a very fast, tricky fighter. So for Ricky, it was great sparring. And for Devin, getting that experience. You know, Devin Haney and his father, Bill, understand the value of great sparring. So they've traveled all over the world to get great sparring. So there you've got a situation of where I've gone to them this week. Oh, it's a shame you're not training because got Ricky Burns in camp. He'd be perfect. Like, yeah, we'll do that. You know, we'll, we'll do that. Like, just drove down to uh, Brentwood mm. and jumped in with Ricky Burns, done six rounds when they're supposed to be on a, on a vacation. Because that's priceless stuff, priceless preparation. And he's a 365 day a year fighter, you know, in terms of preparation, lifestyle, work ethic, all of that stuff. Do you want to get out of here? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Right, mate. Well, they're all waiting. <laughs> uh, Billy Joe's opponent, and that was yes. today? Yeah, this week definitely. So we're waiting on an answer from the WBO to sanction one particular guy. I want an American. I think it's important for Billy Joe and for the show as well. Um, so hopefully, yeah, today or tomorrow. Okay, a few things Coogan didn't speak to you about. Uh, I've seen what you said about Nigel Ben, you don't want to be critical, etc. So I just want to comment on you, from you, about that fight being on pay-per-view with Sakio Bika, it's been confirmed. Uh, I mean... That was another no context yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah go on. Uh, that one was it, that no context home moment. Uh, and then you moved to the left. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, it's put together by people that don't really stage boxing events. You know, I know Mark Peters who puts it together, you know, he's 
been on the circuit for years, nice guy. Um, it's not going to do any pay-per-view buyers, not at that price. And, you know, it's not a platform. Or is it Epi... Epi Centre? Epi Centre, yeah. so sure. I think it's a website, right? It's just in a bit of a huddle. Is he? Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but look, I, I could never criticise Nigel Ben. So, go and, go, and, go, and, go into that thing, and then we'll do it after. I won't, I won't forget you. And, um, bad, bad opponent. Terrible opponent. Four year and a half ago. No, because he's tough, he's awkward, it's going to be a, a bad fight stylistically to watch, and I think Nigel Ben gets beat. Like, I would rather he come back with an easier fight and then went and tried to lure Eubank into it out. I, I don't know, but it's a strange one. Uh, we've actually got a show the same night. Big show being announced, maybe tonight uh, or tomorrow. And what, here in America? In the UK. Okay. Yeah, November 23rd. So um, I was pleased it was on pay per view and not, you know, a, a network channel because yeah, you do get the curiosity of people wanting to watch it, but not for 15 quid when they can watch it later that night or you know the next day or whenever so uh, but look massive respect for Nigel Ben like I would never ever say a bad word about him it's not for me I wish he wasn't doing it but he is doing it and like Connor said you know Connor didn't want him to do it but he is doing it so he has my support that's what Connor said you know I'd back in as his dad and I feel the same way I don't want him to do it I don't think he should be doing it I think it's not not good at all but he's doing it and I wish him all the best. This isn't another KSI Logan Paul moment though, is it? Where you said you wouldn't get involved? No, this is this is a bit different because this is a legend who is 55, who, yeah, I mean half the press comments which I watched back last night was, was telling everyone, convincing everyone how the safety requirements were really good and there was a brain specialist up there. I mean, this is not, yeah, you know, it's great that precautions are put in place, but we don't want to justify that this is actually safe and you know, neuro neurologically safe. So a 55-year-old man just shouldn't be boxing, full stop. You know, and it's all very well saying he's the fittest 55-year-old. Yeah, he is. But um, I don't feel that a, a, a professional fight should be staged in this country without the British Boxing Board of Control. And for all their faults, like, I've got faults, you've got faults, British Boxing Board of Control have got faults. They're an excellent commission and they're run by people who truly care about the sport. And if they don't believe this fight shouldn't be sanctioned, then perhaps it shouldn't. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, it, it may not even happen. You know, sometimes in these situations you get people, all of a sudden the tickets don't sell and don't look like they're going to sell any pay-per-view. There's no money and it's pulled. You know, you may end up getting, or, or someone might get injured. Nigel or Sakio Beaker, or I don't know. But again, never say a bad word about Nigel, people involved, like, I wish him all the best. Brooke Khan, we spoke mm. to death about it. Uh, we've, I think we've said like three or four times, this mm. is the last chance. Is this really the last chance? I think so. I mean, look, there's, I think that both guys want that, want that payday. I mean, let's not beat around the bush. And wherever they can get that payday, UK, Middle East, well, you have to understand what's happening behind the scenes now is that everybody is approaching everyone in the Middle East. Do you think that could land in Saudi or maybe, the Middle East? Maybe, maybe, maybe not Saudi. I don't know where it was Saudi. I don't think it's, for me, it's not a Middle East fight. It has to be here, surely. Yeah, it should, but if they can get the money there, they'll go there. Understanding our boxing, like, since we've done a deal with Saudi, 
everybody's been contacting Saudi. They've told me. Everybody's been contacting Qatar, Abu Dhabi. Oh, uh, we'll do a fight for you. We'll so, and that's Amir Khan and people that know him would have done the same. You know, and they have because you know I spoke to Kel Brook about it, and you know, there's conversations going on around it. For me, it's just a massive British fight. All right, it's not really a global fight. It's an all-time British great fight. So, if I'm going to do it, that's where I'd like to do that fight. Is in is in the UK. But of course, if someone comes in with a load of money, then they're going to do the fight wherever that is. Decent uh, little welterweight fight tomorrow night on Sky Sports. Uh, yeah, thanks, Ben Sports. Yeah. Thoughts on the fight? I think it's a really good fight. Um, big fan of both guys. Sean Porter, I think he's... I got asked a question the other day, who wins Sean Porter or Terence Crawford? I think in terms of the opposition... Do you mean Spence or Crawford? Spence or Crawford. Yeah. I think in terms of the opposition faced, you have to say Errol Spence right now. I think he beat Sean Porter on points. I think he might have to take, you know, come through a few storms on the way, but I think he wins well, and I think he probably puts Porter down as well in the fight. I expect a really good fight. And actually in the UK, you can watch it live and exclusive on Sky Sports. Could Kel get a rematch with the winner? I don't know. You know, I feel like Kel really needs it. I think if Kel beats Amir Khan, he becomes a massive front runner for, for those kind of fights. And let's, let's not forget, Kel Brook did really well against Errol Spence, and he was weight drained, and he didn't have the best camp. But for seven or six, seven rounds, he was winning the fight. And Errol Spence come on, he's a very strong boy, he's excellent on the inside, and he got the, full, the, the fully deserved victory. But Kel, no, Kel Brook, just, I, I feel like, you know, he's, he's, has been a bit of a wasted talent over the years. Obviously, the, the killer blow was winning the world title against Sean Porter in LA, and let's not forget that. And then obviously with the machete injury, that was, that was disastrous. You know, and that had such a huge effect on his career. Coming back, the big re rehabilitation, being out for so long, couldn't have a big fight because he had to fight the mandatory in Jojo Dan. Came back, supposed to fight Chavez Jr. Uh, sorry, Chavez Jr. Chavez got injured in his rib, then had to fight Bizier in a mandatory. And fought Frankie Gavin in the meantime. Never really had the opportunity to have that mega fight. Then we had, when we had an opportunity to maybe fight Jesse Vargas, the money wasn't that great. The Golovkin fight come out, it was huge money. And, and, and at that moment, it was like, you just never know with Kel when these big fights are gonna come. You know, with the injuries and sometimes the lack of discipline. So that fight was taken, you know, he stopped Rose in that fight. He got injured, but he stopped Rose, came back, fought Errol Spence, which, you know, funnily enough, I, I, I wasn't sure that was the right fight to take. I think, having watched the performance, I think it was the right fight to take, and I think a fully fit Kel making weight brilliantly could, could have beaten Errol Spence that night. Um, but even, and then he did his other cheekbone in that fight, so, you know, I think with Kel, a lot of it is, so financially, he's done very well at the sport. He's also been a world champion with multiple world title defences, mm. but I just feel like there could have been more. And maybe there still can be more. You know, if he can beat, if he can beat um, Amir Khan or had a big win, there's still time to create an, a, an extended legacy for his career. Because I felt like when he beat Sean Porter, he was a guy that could have unified the division. If the Khan fight doesn't happen, what about the uh, potential winner if that fight happens, Smith and Vargas at 54? Yeah, I think... I mean, is know, that going to happen in Saudi? We're working on it. I mean, it's a fight we're talking about. I think next week we'll get the answers to that fight. Both guys are due a fight by the end of the year, so 
why not fight each other? That'd be a big uh, fight for fight. a bit of winner. Great fight. Well, I mean, Smith Vargas is a great fight, full stop. Style wise, it's brilliant. And Kel Brook against the winner is a, you know, I believe Kel Brook against the winner of that fight is a pay per view fight. Because I think the winner of Vargas against Smith, especially on a show like that, comes out as, you know, especially if it's the fight I think it will be. And if Liam Smith was to win that fight, an all British fight becomes a big fight in Liverpool. And, um, you know, a lot of ifs and buts. But Kel Brook wants a big fight. He's back in the gym. He's lost a huge amount of weight. I mean, I saw him at Sky on Wednesday. I couldn't believe it. Because I haven't seen him for a few months and I saw the pictures of him. And now he looks like he's ready. So I expect to see him fight this year. All right, Eddie. Cheers. And a roll on Golovkin there for Chester yes, next week. Yeah, Porter yeah. against Spence. And next week, it's a fantastic weekend for boxing. We have the MTK tournament on Friday night, and we have Golovkin Derevanchenko on a Saturday night. Things ain't looking too bad for Sky. Double cheeky. <laughs> Cheers, Eddie. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.